If you're a blogger, an entrepreneur, or just interested in how SEO works, then you've probably heard of keyword density. Now, if you haven't, then do pay attention to this podcast episode, because keyword density is a relevant term in SEO. Don't worry, sometimes it is a bit difficult to understand all the jargon and terms and how everything works, but still, this podcast episode is a complete guide to get the best out of keyword density in any kind of product that you have in mind. And we're going to make it as easy as possible. This is the Online Blog Academy podcast. We are a weekly podcast to help entrepreneurs, bloggers and creators smash their online business goals. Whether you need help with marketing or SEO or crafting content that converts or maybe even just earning money of your project or website, well, this podcast is for you. Tune in, sit back and don't forget to subscribe. Before we start, I want to apologize for um, any noise in the background. Um, as some of you may know, I live in Nepal. Um, that means that, you know, my house is not insulated. My windows don't, don't really perfectly close. It's single glazing. And you can basically hear everything like you're outside. There's going to be a lot of beeping. And opposite my house, there is a building site where they're building a, a block of flats. And it can sometimes be a bit loud. I will try and minimize it in post-production, but it's not everything is gonna, you know, go away. So I'm very sorry for that. Um, it is what it is. It is, it's part of living abroad, I guess. So yeah, we're here for uh, keyword density. So what is keyword density? Well, keyword density is one of SEO's very important ranking factor. And it actually refers to the number of times that a keyword or a key phrase is used on a web page compared to the total number of words on that same web page or article. It doesn't always have to be just in like the normal text. It can also be in the headings and the subheadings of um, your text. Now, in different terms, keyword density is basically a percentage that tells us how many times a certain term or target keyword appears on a web page compared with the total number of words on that page. Now, to be fair, there is no magic keyword density number that will make your blog rank on the first page of Google. Why? Because keyword density is only one of like thousands of factors that decide the ranking of a web page. Most experts recommend a keyword density between 1% and 2%. So for instance, if an article has 100 words, the ideal number um, of times you use a target keyword would be one or two. If your article has a thousand words, the number of times you should use a keyword is between like 10 and 20. That's fairly easy. Keyword density also helps the search engines understand your web page or site's topic and can help rank higher in the search results. This is because you will have used relevant keywords throughout your text. Of course, you can use keywords as many times as you want, but um, very important is that it should always, always sound naturally. So adding keywords to your text just for the sake of adding keywords to your text 
will actually more likely work against you because Google might consider your website spammy, which means that you will be losing ranking power. So when writing a blog post or a web page, it's actually very important that you think of the users, your readers or, or your clients first and then the Google bots. So if you're writing, write for humans and not for bots and try to, you know, when you have a keyword, like for instance, best restaurants in New York, you don't have to always use best restaurants in New York or you can also use best restaurant in New York or restaurant in New York. Like Google is not stupid. Google will know that when you say restaurant in New York or restaurants in New York, it means the same thing. Okay, so why is keyword density so important? Well, obviously because people want to rank higher on Google. Because if you rank higher on Google, it means that you get more visitors, more ad income, more affiliate sales, and more sales on your website, etc. As I said before, most marketers recommend an optimal keyword density of 1% to 2%. However, this will actually depend on whether it's your main keyword or like some keyword that you're just like adding in. Um, like when I'm doing keyword research, I have like one or two main keywords that are gonna form like the backbone of my content. Like let's say for instance, restaurants in New York, I've said it before, um, or let's, let's take hotels in New York hotels in new york or hotel in new york is like my main and maybe like food in new york another main and then i have different keywords like where to eat in new york best pubs in new york best delis in new york and those can form like the the little like less important keywords i guess of my um text and then those less important keywords, obviously, they don't have to be like 1% to 2% of your um, tags. They can, like, I would just add them, like, sprinkle them in every now and then. Maybe like 5 to 10 times in a text of about 2,000 to 2,500 words. Let's be honest, Google is smart enough to know what your main keyword is, what your not-so-important keywords are, and... If, if every single keyword has a keyword density of like one to 2%, then Google will think that you're stuffing keywords into your text and that you're trying to mislead the Google bots. And that will work against you because Google will mark your site as spammy. If you do wanna know more about keyword density, you can just invest in SEMrush and SEMrush can give you for certain pages the ideal or you know the best keyword density depending on the keyword density percentages of pages ranking on the first page of Google for a certain keyword. Another big question is, is keyword density still a ranking factor? And I think I've already given an answer and the answer is yes, but there are multiple factors that affect your website's ranking. Keyword density is still a ranking factor, but it is not as important as it used to be. And that is because Black Hat SEO guys literally ruined it for everyone. Well, it used to be that keyword density was a massive ranking factor. And, you know, that meant that search results in the 2000s up to like maybe even 2012 were absolutely horrific. I still remember like performing Google searches and then stumbling on a page that was like ranking on the first page. Stumbling on a page that had a very badly written text that was not giving an answer to my question with that same, you know, um, keyword strewn like hundreds of times in that text and lots and lots of ads because that was how people were making money. 
And Google obviously then knew that the kind of service that they were providing as a search engine wasn't up to scratch. And at the moment, what Google wants to do is they want to provide the Google customers, the Google users, with the best answer in as little clicks as possible. So Google decided to knock down keyword um, density a peg and just completely focus on user experience at the moment, which I think is, is a good step forward. However, it doesn't mean that you can just disregard keyword density because it's still important. Um, it is true that, that you can rank for keywords with a low keyword density, like for instance, with low competition keywords, but if you are going after mid-competition and high-competition keywords, it is still important to keep an eye on your keyword density just because, you know, it can make it can, it can mean a difference between ranking on page two or three and ranking on page 40. Um, just because I know I will get emails <laughs> asking me, okay, so what are some of the ranking factors now? Um, for instance, um, secure website. Make sure that you have an SSL certificate. Page speed both on desktop and mobile, mobile friendliness, the age of your domain, when was it bought? Is it six months old or six years old? Um, how optimized is your content? Um, and is this, this is like, keyword density is a small part of that. Um, technical SEO, uh, user experience, backlinks, um, social signals, like how long are people spending time on your webpage, etc. So. Yeah, that's a bit of an overview of, of what is currently considered to be you know, important when it comes to ranking factors. Now, how do we calculate keyword density? Well, there's two ways you can calculate keyword density. You can calculate keyword density manually and you can just use a, use a tool. So in order to do your keyword density calculations manually, what you need to do is you need to divide the number of times your keyword exists in a text by the total number of words in the text and then that number you're going to multiply by a hundred and that's going to be your keyword density percentage. If you are not that into maths and I know I'm not, you can also use an online keyword density tool. It's very easy, it works best with short articles because a lot of the tools have like a 1000 word limit but what you do is you add your keyword or your keywords and then you add your text and then the tool will spit out your keyword density percentage. It's that easy. When you notice that your percentage is quite high, and I'm talking like four, five percent and over, then it could be that you're actually doing something that's called keyword stuffing. Now, keyword stuffing is a very common mistake that people make when writing articles or blog posts, especially when they're new to SEO. For instance, they write a sentence and it has like the keyword four times in a row or keywords are added into places that actually they don't really fit. Like for instance, a sentence um, as an example is, in this article, we are going to teach you how to choose the best SEO keywords for your SEO article so you can write a good SEO article. Now, that didn't read very well, did it? Like even I almost stumbled just because it's such an unnatural sentence. Now, if you know from yourself that you're doing this, it's fine. At least now you know that this is not the way to use keywords in your text. I mean, when I first started out with my blog, and that's like a long time ago, 
I was doing lots and lots of keyword stuffing and my articles weren't going anywhere. And actually, when I went back to certain articles and I completely revamped them and I took away the keywords, they did a lot better. Like one of them is about 25 restaurants with a view in the Eiffel Tower and it's one of my best performing articles at the moment. And all I needed to do was take away those horribly placed keywords. Now, there are four ways that you can avoid keyword stuffing while still giving you a lot of ranking power in your article. The first one is to use synonyms. Easy peasy. Google is smart enough to know synonyms. Obviously, if you're writing something about the best restaurants in Paris, you're probably going to rank higher for the best restaurants in Paris keyword if you use the best restaurants in Paris rather than the best eaters in Paris. But, you know, because restaurant and eatery are the same or mean the same, Google will still, like, give you a bit of ranking power for restaurant when you use eatery, if that makes sense. A big tip that I would give is that when you're coming up with synonyms, that it might actually be interesting to do keyword research into these synonyms and keyword variations because sometimes there might be a great secondary keyword that you can rank for in the future or they might sometimes have a bigger search volume than the keyword that you're going for. So do have a look at um, your keyword research tool and enter those synonyms in your phrases just to check out you know, if there's an opportunity there. Another thing you can do is keyword stemming. Now, keyword stemming is growing a bit obsolete just because, you know, the Google bots and crawlers are getting smarter and smarter. But what you can do is just use a singular or plural of a keyword. Hotel, hotels, restaurant, restaurants, moisturizer, moisturizers. And it will help a bit to avoid keyword stuffing but it's still better to use, you know, synonyms and phrases. Another way to avoid keyword stuffing is, to be fair, to write for people rather than search engines. Like I said before, Google wants you to build your website for people, not for their robots, for people. So what you could do is you could write your text and then you can add in your keywords in places that sound natural. And to be fair, if you're writing about, for instance, keyword density, chances are that you're already going to have used the word or the words keyword density in natural places in your text without thinking about it. So write for people and then search engines. So people first. And last but not least, you can obviously use a keyword density checker to check whether or not your keyword density is too low or too high. Now, to help you on your way, I've made a list of the best online keyword density checkers. And the first one is small SEO tools. I've talked about small SEO tools before in this podcast just because they have a list of lots and lots and lots of great SEO tools that are amazing for those who don't yet have the money to invest in, you know, the big guns like SEMrush or Ahrefs and, you know, small SEO tools. Like even when I was a professional working in London, I use small SEO tools every now and then just because their tools are actually really good. There's also SEO review tools and they're basically the same as um, small SEO tools, just like a, a 
nice collection of SEO tools that are quite handy. Pre-post SEO is a keyword density checker and, you know, it works great. Um, it also tells you the average number of sentences per paragraph and it assists you by providing you word counts. And then last but not least, there's Copyrightly. Copyrightly is a tool that I've only just really discovered like two months ago, but I'm honestly loving it so far. Copyrightly is a bit of a mix between phrase and um, Grammarly and like maybe a few other copywriting tools online, but it has a keyword density checker that is a perfect way to avoid Google penalties and to keep your content on top. It also tells you whether or not your text is too hard to read because, believe it or not, having a text that is very hard to read will mean that people spend less time on your site, which will probably mean that you're going to go down in the search rankings. And then back to keyword stuffing, they also uh, assist you with keyword variations, etc. Um, for your text and for your H1 and H2 tags. So yeah, it's actually pretty good. And so far, I'm really impressed. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to my podcast. If you want to reread everything that was said today in the podcast, just head to onlineblogacademy.com and go to my blog where there's all the articles that are part of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening today, guys. I hope you have a very good day and I hope I was able to teach you something new today. Bye. See you next week.